And now for not another podcast. It's a brand new day. Yes, a brand new day. Another chance at life to try, try again. And turning our tries into doings. Tapping in to those energies. And a lot of people, I'm sure, are tired of hearing about energies, energies. Do this energy shit. What the fuck does that mean? Well, that's something that you really have to find out for yourself if you're really interested in it. Um, Because that makes the biggest difference. That self-journey, going within and finding out what that means to you and asking the question out loud asking your higher self or you know the most high god universe force source whoever you believe in whatever you believe your higher power what that means what does it mean to go in and soon enough the answer comes to you the neighborhood is alive and awake so it's going to be noise in the background. This is why this is called Not Another Podcast, because it's not very structured and um, it's just like you're recording a tape, you know, just like the radio show that we used to make when we was kids. You know what I'm saying? Just like the cassette tapes. <laughs> so you're going to hear stuff in the background. It's like it's me and you. That's that's the atmosphere that um that I was going for that I'm going for you know what I'm saying like it's just me and you at the crib ain't no you know sound quality check you know what I'm saying because we vibing so so that's what we doing we vibing so once again if you hear neighbors if you hear garbage trucks (laughs) or Amazon or any kind of trucks going on out there um that's what that is or in the background that's what that is cool 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 all right, so um, back to what I was saying, like, uh, yeah, the answer, it'll come to you. It'll come to you about what the uh, what going within means, you know what I'm saying? Um, and all I can do, you know, is keep telling you my story because everybody has their own story and what works for them. So you have to find out. You have to find for yourself what works for you. And part of finding that out is getting to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? On that deeper level. Sometimes, like, a lot of times we find ourselves in places, especially as we get older. And you know what I'm saying? Like, experience, uh, life happens, you know, life experiences and all of this stuff. Um, Our perception about life starts to change uh, for the most part, you know? And... um, And so sometimes we have to get to know ourselves all over again, over and over again. It's like, ah, why? I'm sick of it. You know, these are real feelings, real expressions, you know, but it's, it's a part of life, relearning yourself and reshaping yourself. That's the beautiful thing about it. You can shape yourself into whatever you want your life to be like. And one of the hardest parts, the hardest parts of acceptance is that that total acceptance the radical acceptance like I get to determine how I want my life to be like anything that doesn't happen in my life has something to do with me 
without judgment, without taking it personally. Think about it in a sense of energy. Without judgment, total acceptance, energy. How am I thinking? How am I breathing? How, how, how do I feel? That's the major one. How do I feel? Because that attracts more of that feeling into my life. And when you got a lot going on in your mind, your feelings are every, they can be everywhere. Your feelings and emotions, which is energy and motion, be everywhere. So it could be all kind of things coming at you. It could be good and, you know what I'm saying? Blessings and chaos. You know? You know what I'm saying? It could be like hell. Hell. <laughs> Straight up. Like you going through hell. And it's, it's, it seems like, you know, all of us have to go through that hell to get to that heaven. We have to transform that hell into heaven. And at this point, I'm so thankful for what I've been through. I am not thankful. You know what I'm saying? I, I apologize to anybody that I've hurt along the way in, in, um, unconsciousness, in unawareness, in imbalance, imbalance. I apologize to anybody that I hurt while in those dark shadow times. These are the things that we do when we, when we're going through that shadow stage, unaware. If you walk into these shadow stages and it takes, it's a learning process. So we have to, you know, we have to, um, speaking for myself, but I know, you know, people, I know people who relate. So this is for everybody. This is for all of us. You know what I'm saying? So like when you are going through a shadow stage and you walk with awareness, you're more aware of how you treat people when you're going through these shadow moments, these dark stages. And that helps a lot as well. Being conscious about how you treat other people. And it, 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 it almost forces you to become more conscious about your energy that you carry when you're going through these shadow stages, when you're going through these transformations, you know, it, it makes you more conscious and it, it helps you to acknowledge what you're doing, how well you're doing too. You know, we have to remember the good parts because it's hard to see all of the good when there's so much bad and it makes a big difference. Once we become the watcher of our thoughts and we start paying attention to how our thoughts change our feelings, they turn into feelings and the feelings can turn into emotions and the, the emotions, which is energy in motion, manifest life experiences. And even though there may be times where we have experiences that are out of our control, we still have control of our, of our reaction, our responses to those unexpected experiences. That's where our power is. That's where the power is. And it's not always easy. 
it's not always going to be easy. But at least the, the good part of that, like knowing that this might be a struggle, changing the way we think about it. Words mean things and they carry vibrations. So like I'm always really conscious and intentional about everything that I do because more and more I just keep realizing deeper on deeper and deeper levels that what I do, what I say, how I feel makes the difference of what my life will be like, how my life is right now. At one point in time in the past, I did something. Something happened in the past to manifest what is going on right now in my life. And the things that I see and the way that I look at things is a reflection of what's going on inside of me, in my mind, in my heart, in my body. The hope that I have for the world is the hope that I have for myself. The better I do for myself, the better, the more I am willing to do better in the world. The world is a reflection of me and I am a reflection of it. And I can make a difference, big or small, just by being, just by being. I am making a difference in this world. And the more I do for myself, the more I want to do in life physically, just live out of my head and into my heart, out of my head so much and into my heart. Yes, it's important to use your mind, but use it as a tool. And I notice a lot of stuff that I say, it be legit. But once you get real, I forget. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> but as I, as I keep um, going through, you know what I'm saying, through life situations, I'm remembering more and more the things that I learned from the last um, transition, you know, because we constantly transitioning constantly changing and you know there are gonna be there are gonna be people who still look at you and remember they can only remember you from their experience that they had their their last experience they had with you and it sucks but I mean it's the truth and, and it's legit they're experiencing they still remember your movie from the last time they watched it with you if you get what I'm if you get what I mean but um, so yeah, I just went on and on about whatever it is, what it is. So, um, I wanted to talk for real today about my experience with mental health and get, you know, more personal. Um, I guess the truth about them, um, like I, I've expressed before, uh, in my mental health documentary inside my mind. Um, you can check that out on YouTube, but that was the very first time that I was actually open with, um, with mental health, my personal experience, and also, you know, just really putting it out there, mental health awareness, just putting it out there. Um, so it's time for another one. I'm going to do it on the podcast. Um, since then, a little catch up, <laughs> um, let's see, uh, when I finished that I finished that that um that documentary in 2016 and I put it out there and uh I was on some medication at that time as well and I noticed it started making me sick you know 
and and I didn't like I didn't like how it made me feel. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'll I'll just I'll just be fully honest. All right. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like drinking and alcohol, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a beer and some weed, like, that's straight for me, bro. So I stopped taking the medicine. And that was not smart. You like when when um when you're prescribed the medicine and you know what I'm saying, and you taking it, you doing, you know, you doing it every day, it's in your system. It's not a good idea to just flat out stop taking it. If it's a medication that's already in your system, your body is used to you having it, it is not a good idea to just stop taking it right then and there. That may work for others, and maybe other people have done that, but they'll tell you what their body went through when they did that. And um, instead of, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I felt better when I was living my normal life. You know what I'm saying? Have a beer here and there, smoke a little weed, and I'm straight. I be straight. But when you when you mix stuff like that with medication, it's not a good mix. It's not a good mix for your brain chemistry at all. And um, long story short, I stopped taking. You know what I'm saying? The medication, cut that out. And I just, you know, did what I did. You know what I'm saying? Whenever, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to relax. That's what I did. I smoked and I drank. And what that led to was severe depression. Granted, I was already, I was already depressed. But that, it was so dark and heavy. And that's, a, that's an experience that is now a checkpoint. It's now like a a sign. Because I experienced that in the past, I know like if I'm ever to get or start feeling like that again, I know that it's time to double time on self-care. Because that dark space that I went that dark space that I went to, I attempted suicide, okay? And gave me that day was my own documentary, my own mental health documentary. Cause I thought, where would I be to put out this information, this mental health awareness and give this advice to get help and not do it myself. Mind you, this was the second time. The first time I admitted myself to the, to the uh, mental hospital. The second time I went by ambulance and I was in the mental hospital. I was in the, uh, yeah, I guess that's what it's called. Um, for about two weeks, maybe a week and a half, a week and a half to two weeks. And I learned so much in that time. And I appreciate that so much. That time, I was ready to go. I was ready to, you know what I'm saying, see my people again. But I, I had enough time to sit down and realize, like, I need to be here to to learn some stuff, to sit, to settle down, to chill out, to reevaluate some things, you know? And we had classes and stuff every day, so... One of the things that I really remembered, it, it was a few things, of course, but one was one that stuck to me because I, I, I saw it myself. One of the classes was saying, you know, it, they were talking about relapses with mental um, with mental relapses is is basically you stop taking your medicine. And and this is without without alternatives. You take your medicine and you go to drugs or alcohol or weed and just that without 
any other tools. When you go home from out the, the mental hospital and you stop taking your meds and instead of, you know, alternatives, you go back to drinking and smoking or drugs or whatever. So that's what relapse is. And you end up back in the mental hospital. So that's going straight to the, to the substances without tools. This is what this is. You know what I'm saying? Like meditation, you know what I'm saying? Like different stuff like that. Uh, mindfulness, you know, changing your eating habits or lifestyle, different things like that. If you add those to, to whatever you're doing and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not encouraging drugs and stuff like that. I'm just saying like when you get off of prescription medicines, you have to, you have to change it. Like you have to, um, you have to add something else into, into your regimen because if you just, you just get up, and that's off of anything, even food, food, you know what I'm saying? Habits, anything. When you let go of something, you have to replace it because if you don't, there's this big ass naked hole with a bunch of hell that's waiting to come in and fill it up straight up. So I ended up in the hospital again and I'm in the, you know, in the, the facility and this is where I learned, no, no, at first it was bipolar and uh, PTSD. And then what after that, what was it? Oh, the newest one. When I, um, let me see, when I got to Ohio, the newest one was borderline personality disorder. Now, bipolar, PTSD, I get those. You know, those are very common. But then there's this borderline personality disorder. And if you've seen that one movie with Angelina Jolie, like, I'm like, bro, what? I do not be doing no shit like that. <laughs> there are levels to borderline personality disorder. It's le levels and layers to all of it. And when when I really, <laughs> like, um, my, my therapist and I, we, we used to talk about this all the time because I'm like, why do why is this not for everybody? Why is therapy and all of this just a freak? Like, I know, well, everybody got to get paid. The therapist got to get paid. So I won't say why it can't be free, but some kind of system to where the therapist can get paid. You know, everybody can get paid, but mental health doesn't have to be an expensive thing. You don't, you shouldn't have to worry about coming out of your pocket. You know what I'm saying? If you're struggling with your mental you should like finances should be the last thing, the last thing, because, um, honestly, that's what led to the attempt. I was working. Everything was cool. I was going to get help because I just got out the hospital, um, back home. And, you know, I moved out of town to get myself together, you know, and continue my regimen. And I was taking the medications and different stuff like that. And I was seeking mental help and they were going by income and they could not help me because I didn't make enough. Like, or I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like basically I couldn't fit that bill. I just knew I needed help and I had money, but it wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? To get the, like, it's gotta be something. And I'm start, I am starting to see, honestly, like more programs where they do have um, uh, mental assistance for low income. 
And that's a, a beautiful thing because that can drop, like that drives people nuts. And don't you know, like bills and stuff like that, don't you know, for the ambulance coming to get me, that was a bill. And then it, it might be another bill, depending on if the fire department has to come to your house and the ambulance. And I'm telling you this, not because I want you to be discouraged. I want us to get help if we need it, but it's a, it's a be, be being proactive with it because we don't want that, that, uh, the ambulance bill or the fire department bill. We don't want that shit. That'll make you go crazy in itself on top of the other stuff you have to deal with. Proactive, man. Listen, I'm so, I'm so glad to be alive. So yeah, anyway, I was talking about the borderline personality disorder, bipolar and PTSD. Um, So those are the diagnoses that I have had, whatever. Um, Sometimes it's still hard to accept it fully, accept all of them fully because for one, because it's not, it's still not accepted to a lot of people, especially within the black community. Like, no, we don't claim that shit. And, And now I see, I understand why, you know what I'm saying? Like, why people are like, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't claim stuff like that. Um, but this is the reason why it's, it's so hard for, well, this, this has a lot to do in my opinion with why there are more issues because there's so much compressed energy and emotions and mental things that people haven't dealt with. And if we shame these things, then people don't know what to do with themselves. And I won't even say what that shit leads to. But this is why I promote mental health so much. This is why this is such a passion for me. Because it has an impact on our lives, everyday lives. And mental health is not just mental health. Mental thing is energy. It's physical. It's all things. It's, it's our personal community. Something is going on within our personal community and it takes us. And when I say personal community, I mean, personal body, personal mind, body, spirit. The, the other communities are outside of us, but the most important one is the one within. So, yeah. So I don't know, like with these diagnoses, they were very hard to accept fully PTSD yeah, that I could accept that. And bipolar, sure, because like I said, they're so common. But when thing when um when people hear borderline personality disorder, it's it's a very bad name put on people who have that diagnosis. And it's I don't know, it's it's fucked up. And I also understand why people have different um, thought processes as far as borderline personality disorder and mental health altogether. However, um, I also think, feel like that we, we should have more grace on other people's life experiences. And granted, like with borderline personality disorder, there are 
um, the some of the stigmas behind it is um, people who are that way or have that diagnosis are very manipulative and narcissist and um, oh what else confused and moody and 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 but it's like but my my biggest struggle and even talking to my therapist I'm like it's people who don't have these diagnoses that are like that so what what makes it you know what I'm saying like what makes me have borderline personality disorder like or bipolar or PTSD anxiety depression what makes it you know what I'm saying what gives why do we have these diagnoses when it's people who don't um, medically have it, the diagnosis are absolutely like this? And I, really, I think it's just people just haven't, you know what I'm saying, talked to anybody about that or they don't, it's not as extreme for them. They still know how to function in, in the world. They still know how to, you know what I'm saying, deal with everyday lives from the outside looking in because we never know who's struggling with what and community outside community makes a big difference too. So, um, yeah, I'm just going around and around in circles, but just talking about diagnoses and the things that, that I experienced for myself and what the therapist has told me, um, the difference between bipolar and, and uh, borderline personality disorder because I thought they were pretty much the same. It's that uh, mood, the mood, the up and down moods, back and forth, you know, different things like that. Um, and what I was told and what I learned from this is bipolar, um, the energy or the emotions like depression and anxiety um, are longer, longer periods. So bipolar, like manic, could last up to two weeks and it can be extreme and it can be a buildup too. So it's always good to pay attention. Like that's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you know the signs of when things are getting out of balance. So, um, so yeah, so with bipolar, the moods are longer. So depression would be extremely heavy or, you know, it's, it's, it's levels to it. So it's not always extremely heavy. Um, but the, the depression lasts longer, like for longer periods of time, as with, um, borderline personality disorder, it's like up and down moves, like triggers and stuff like that. And borderline personality disorder is more, um, based around trauma. So if you've had any kind of traumas and stuff like that, especially childhood traumas, and um, like abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, different things like that. Um, most people who have borderline experience, I mean, who have experienced that as, ch as children, the traumas as children experience borderline personality disorder because it does something to a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really does, like, uh, get you, it fucks you up a little bit. Cause you, you become unsure about a lot of things, like even like how much space to put in between people, because you always feel like somebody's trying to hurt you or somebody's going to hurt you. If somebody's too nice to you, 
You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes you feel like, like, what are they up to? Are they trying to get something from me? You know, things like that. And this is my personal experience. Um, it's not as extreme anymore, but it's still like, if you're too nice, what are you up to? You know what I'm saying? Like, and responding to negative, negative anything is triggering. And it's, um, it's, it's a practice. It's something that you, that I have to keep working at every day. And I've, I've become so much better than I used to be so much better. I'm so thankful, but it takes a lot of inner work, self-love and self-care and just come into that, that newness of, and that, uh, record, um, that realization that, yo, I am in control of my life. I'm in control of my life. Can't nobody tell me about my life but me and source, you know. Can't nobody tell me nothing about my life but me. The way that my life turns out is up to me. Because of the things that I've went through, I've learned, I've grown, I've been strengthened and transformed. I've been reminded of who I am in the inside. My soul, spirit, heart, love, life, energy, pure energy inside. I've remembered who I am. And it's, it's life-changing for me. By breathing, by stretching, by being intentional about what I do, why I do. And there are times where I do forget about what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> but I'm thankful for community. In life, life will teach you, life will remind, will remind you of what you're supposed to be doing. Because, man, like, the connection between spirituality and the mental is a big connection. You know, some of us have been taught that the mind, body, and spirit are separate. In chaos, they are separate. But in the now, in being, in oneness... When the mind, body, and spirit are one, oof, bruh, that's an experience worth having. And now I'm, I'm, I'm in that space where I'm learning more confidence in myself. I'm learning deeper levels of self-love and just happiness, relearning happiness. Like it's okay to be happy. It's okay to, like my dad was telling me a few days ago, just be happy for no reason at all for no reason at all, because the mind will make you feel like, or the mind will make you feel like, it'll tell you, I don't know, there's this message, there's something that tells you that you should be sad right now, you should be angry right now, and and you know, it's a constant thing, a constant habit of being the watcher of my thoughts, because it's like, why should I be feeling like this? Why? What is the reason for me to be angry right now? There's no reason for me to be angry right now. What can I do to counteract that thought process, that feeling? Because I got to be able to function in this world outside of my mind. And that's what a lot of us struggle with, trying to function outside of the mind. We have to keep telling ourselves, I am the driver. I am in control of my life. No matter what happens around me, I have to still be. It is possible for me to have heavenly experiences, even 
in hellious circumstances. I have to tell myself that. And I feel it. But it takes work. And I keep working. Because the experience that I have, the experiences that I have, when I counteract, when I'm proactive in community building within myself, and then sharing my story with the community, this is life's purpose. Because we build from that. Everything we do to ourselves, we do to the people around us. Everything that we allow for ourselves to experience, anything that we allow in our lives, we allow on the outside as well. And, and the things that we do, they do affect other people. They do. If not in this lifetime, the next. So here I am again. <laughs> Put my, you know, laying myself out there because I care. My story is my story, yes. And my story is helping somebody. And your story is helping somebody. And this is how we build together. We build each other up. This is how we build our community. Starting from within. Going through the process of healing. And continuously healing. We are constantly learning on this earth. We never stop learning. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We never stop learning. We never stop growing. We never stop evolving. Thank you for allowing me to express myself. Thank you for holding space for me. Thank you for listening and connecting and vibing. Thank you for this time. I'm thankful for being alive right now. I'm thankful for where I am now. I'm thankful for this breath. I appreciate this life. I appreciate this breath. I appreciate abundance. I appreciate creativity. I appreciate you. You make life beautiful. Don't ever forget that. If you're struggling with your mental, with your energy, there are all kinds of resources out there. Reach out. I won't say I know a lot of people, but I know of people who do things. We're all connected in some kind of way. We're all connected. Get the help that you need to rise, to thrive. We got this. Better together. Better together. This has been T. I'm signing off. Can't wait to vibe with you again. Until next time. Another podcast.